Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Final hour fist pump time on a Thursday. Thursday. Thank you for joining us here on DFW Sports Station, 105.3 The Fan. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, Cowboys Insider Bobby Belt. We got Peyton and Ryan in the back. And man, it is foggy out there. Can't even see. Can't even see. Downtown does not exist. Downtown Dallas right now. Can't see it. We are live on the Fan Cam Twitch and YouTube at 877-881-1053. If you are looking for new stations and you're searching around the dials to start off the new year, we are your official home of the Dallas Cowboys and the World Series champion Texas Rangers. And Choppy, you had a little uh, baseball preview or... Delay, delay. Last night, yeah. I mean, you know, so Jeff Passan and a lot of people writing articles about Ugh. you know the uh, <laughs> uh, the baseball free agency period, which is not really much of a free agency period, but it's normal. This is normally how it goes. Uh, not you know now 2022, 2023. So last winter, 36 of the 37 players received guarantees of 20 million or more were signed before New Year's Day. The only exception was Carlos Correa. Uh, you know, this year, though, outside of the Dodgers spending over a billion dollars, the next 19 highest spending teams in all of baseball are a billion dollars. Like, that's 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 kind of where we are. Uh, then there are four teams who haven't even spent a dollar this offseason. The Rockies, the Marlins, the Cubs, and the Yankees. Now, the Yankees have been acting in their trade market, but they haven't spent any money on free agency. So, there are the Boris Four. Okay, the great Satan, as the great Randy Galloway would call him. And they include Matt Chapman, two-time Platinum Gold Glove, Platinum Glove winner, Cody Bellinger, an MVP in the past, Blake Snell, Cy Young Award winner, and Jordan Montgomery, who's available. Uh, one team uh, you know, is expected to sign at least one top-end client, and they believe that is to be the San Francisco Giants. They believe, industry execs believe the Giants are going to see uh, them sign a major, big-time, maybe a Scott Boris client. But where else do you go? There's a lot of other teams that out there. The Rangers want to re-sign Montgomery, but here's it brought up again. Another article brings up the Bally Sports TV deal and how that will affect it. I hate hearing that. I hate reading that. It's not... You know, Ranger fans, not it's not their problem if the owner has money problems right now. Unfortunately, it becomes their problem. Yeah. And that's the problem. Well, yeah, this has been, uh, th- this is giving me flashbacks to what was the, the era, like, 09, when they had to have everything run through Major League Baseball approved on credit because they were going through bankruptcy and Tom Hicks didn't have any money while they were trying to transition some things over. So, uh, that, that's the, the sense you get. It just it sucks that this is, you're running into these problems right after you won a World Series. Right. And you're not able to build any off-season momentum or excitement with moves or anything else. That's the really frustrating thing about the timing of this Better all. than before. 
Better than before. Oh, I'd rather be defending World Series champs than not. Yeah. That's the... Uh, <laughs> of course, but it sucks the time of, like, of it runs it into the year after you win the World Series when you have a chance to, like... You, what you hope for a lot of people, I think, is the idea of like, hey, you've, you've got the pieces in place. You've got the talented players coming up. You want to try and build this into a dynasty. Man, it is amazing how Major League Baseball, like they do with a lot of things, butcher the offseason with signing hype. You know, yeah. it, it, it's, it's so it, it usually stinks. Well, I don't know how much it stinks. You all answer it for me on the chartrate.com text line. When the NBA and NFL free agency periods are ruined like two or three days before we know everything. Yeah. And then the day it officially starts, like it's just a matter of signing the paper. But we already know. But that is so much better than what happens with Major League Baseball. Yeah, and it's not a, it's not something Major League Baseball has any control over. They can't do anything about it. Like the reason that they sign so fast in basketball and in the NFL is because of the salary cap. You've got to get the money. Right. In baseball, there's no salary caps. You just hold out right. and you just sign whenever you want to. And yeah. that's that's the difference. And, you know, it just doesn't make for a very entertaining uh, TV kind of, you know, social off media season. following offseason. Oh, we were like, when does free agency start? How many guys are left unsigned? Yeah. Like, free know? agency literally starts in Major League Baseball like the day after the World Series ends. <laughs> right. There's no, like, day. And maybe they just hold it out and say, hey, free agency doesn't start until January 1st, then go. Maybe that's the case. Uh, now, it, I mentioned Scott Boris with those four. He has 15 others that are still unsigned, including Reese Hoskins, J.D. Martinez, Sean Manaya, Hyunjin Ryu, James Paxton, tons of guys. There's also another uh, pitcher coming over, potentially from Asia, Shoto Imanaga. Well done. Thank you. I think. Yeah, we have no idea if you yeah. got that right. Honestly, I really have no idea <laughs> if that's going to be the case or not. He's got a 45-day posting window. That expires on January 11th. So he will sign within the next week if he signs at all. Otherwise, he won't sign and he'll go back and continue playing uh, in Japan. Josh Hader and the rest of the bullpen arms. Uh, and the, He's one of the most dominant pitchers in the last 40 years when modern bullpen usage took root. These are his ranks of the nearly 600 relievers with 250 innings over their first seven years. Strikeouts per nine, second. Hits per nine, second. Whip, sixth. ERA 13th, FIP 18th, saves 21st. That's among all relievers in the last 40 years of their first seven seasons. So what is he going to get? Is he going to get the nine figures that Edwin Diaz got, $102 million, or is he going to fall in the line of Aroldis Chapman, 5 for 85, Kenley Jansen, 5 for 80? They think he's going to fall in the ladder, get somewhere around 5 for 80. Uh, he's 29, and he is not the only reliever facing a very slow market. You got Jordan Hicks still available, Robert Stevenson, who struck out 43% of the batters faced. And you have a ton of teams Rangers, Phillies, Yankees, Giants, Angels, Dodgers, Cubs, Cards, Astros, who are all looking to get better bullpens. You could add in David Robertson, Hector Neris. There's a ton of outfielder DHs available. What's what the Rangers need? They don't really need outfield help. Nope. Got Wyatt Langford coming up. Don't need any of that. Got Evan Carter, got Adolis. I mean, you got, you got, Tons of guys. Uh, you wanted to get Jorge Soler. I mean, do you really need a DH? Do you really need J.D. Martinez? I mean, you lose Mitch Garver, but they could fill in that gap without signing somebody to a mega deal. Uh, thanks to Tolo Tarek, uh, one of the top listeners ever in the history of the morning show. Uh, I disagree. He doesn't like me, so whatever. He doesn't? I don't know. I don't think so. I get vibes. Oh, really? shout, shout, shout out to Tark. His, uh, his oh. wife just got out of the hospital. I saw on Facebook. Well, I hope, okay. go, I hope she's fine. Way to go, Choppy. I hope she's fine. Good grief. I, just, uh, I, I like him. He doesn't like me, though. Shams... <laughs> With the report, there's currently a growing disconnect 
between Darvin Ham and the Lakers locker room stemming from disjointedness around rotation and adjustments. They just won the the IST, bro. <laughs> like, how is this? How, is that what we're calling it? We've already, how, we've already, yeah, put, a, we've already yeah. put three how, letters yeah. on it. How, how do you how do you fall apart after winning the IST? How do you go from the IST to the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, That's here's how nuts. they lost three in a row, nine and twelve, and now they're under five hundred, losing again last night to Miami. So some drama. IST hangover happens. You win those championships. Sometimes you run into a hangover. Now, what this shows is honestly <laughs> is that like the common theme here is always how come it, it's always one two years any coach that's around lebron james is already like is all of a sudden in trouble like the the constant theme here is just it's anthony davis's fault it's uh this well that street clothes you're putting it on street clothes they should trade street clothes from that standpoint from the lebron standpoint it does become the situation like if if you constantly have or shuffling through roommates or friends and it's always the other it's always their issue eventually it becomes back to you you're the problem not the other roommates I'd have to go through the coaches and the rosters to see uh, who he's gotten rid of and I mean, what the state of the team was. Blatt, Teron Liu. Okay. Uh, they he was. It always Mike felt like Brown like six times. Mike Brown a bunch. It always felt like Spolster was on shaky ground even when they were going to titles. He he is he is a coach killer. It it look, it appears that way, but we should. now Darvin Ham. Even after, like I say, he he wins the IST, and you're already trying to run the guy out of town. Like you didn't just up. hang let's up a banner. Talk about the stupid <laughs> IST. All right, let's talk about the <laughs> Chicago Bears. The Bears. What they should do with the number one pick? All right. So they've won four or five. Fighting yeah. for Flus. Chicolin down the hall. Uh, he's sitting here saying, "Yo, you see our team." Uh, you see, Eberflus got that defense rolling, man. Will Chambers is just hot under the collar. Yeah. Yeah. So, Fields and Eberflus should return, and they should trade out of number one. Is that an overreaction? Is that not? Is that true, false, fact, fiction, all the things? I just see people going crazy over the Caleb Williams penthouse photo yesterday. No. Oh, my gosh. Were his go, nails painted? Go look at the uh, – no, it wasn't that. But They could have been painted the skyline of Los Angeles. Look at the view. People are, like, losing their minds. Reggie Bush got banned. Look at Caleb Williams sitting there with his ginger yeah. beer or his ginger drink with the skyline of L.A. Bobby, you answer this first. So ESPN had a really in-depth, detailed overview of the, the field's question on Monday because they had uh, Courtney Cronin, their NFC North reporter, and then Jeremy Fowler, who's – one of their NFL insiders and really starting to to like develop reputation as one of the more well-connected people out there. And they basically gave an overview of like, hey, here's kind of what the Bears are looking at right now. And it's it's interesting because you've got Eberflus and Ryan Poles, the general manager, that were really on the hot seat. And so the question for them is, hey, those are some of Fields' biggest supporters, and he has great relationship with those guys. So Fields' return might be just completely dependent on do you want to bring those guys back? Like when management is looking to make a decision on Eberflus or Poles, yeah. it might be the decision on Fields that ultimately does that. But they said the other angle of this that can't be underestimated is that if Poles and Eberflus are saved and told, all right, one more shot, do they want their one more shot being in Justin Fields' hands? So it sounds like this is completely up in the air, and he's still kind of playing for his job a little bit. But Fields has been a lot better in in recent weeks. The whole Bears team has been better. So I don't know, man. If you if you pass twice on the top pick in the draft, if you pass on being able to pick whatever quarterback you want two years in a row like they've done, 
that puts more pressure on Justin Fields next year than any quarterback in the NFL. Well, that was a nice job of recapping what everyone else says and thinks. That's the reality. No, I don't care. You give me your reality. Are you taking Caleb Williams or not? Answer the question. Um, no. Woo! Sticking with Fields. Yes, I, I, I'm, I'm sticking with Fields. And you've been I, I'm, saying I'm building been around. I, I don't, Caleb. I, You're I like do, you can't pass. I do love Caleb. The, the problem with Caleb is obviously like I don't love some of the mental makeup stuff. I don't, I don't love some of the leader of men. So it, like to me, there, there's the same questions about Caleb right now that have been thrown at Kyler for four years. Like that's, that's what I'm concerned with. What are you doing, Ralph? So, the sort of Howie Roseman philosophy would be take a quarterback at one and you still have the 10th pick or whatever it is. You're still going to have a high pick either way. He's got a great team. And then you worry about what you do with those two guys. You don't have to start either one of them next year. Like you could, you you could, you have to start a certain guy next year. The Breeze Rivers philosophy. Yeah, you could do that. So, like, that's what the sort of the new school philosophy would be. I'm I'm kind of out on Caleb Williams. To me, if you can't win games in college, you couldn't win at USC with Lincoln Riley. Like you couldn't win there. Like everybody wins. Everybody wins there, right? I I just that's that's a weird situation to me. I think he's fallen off a little bit. I would not trade out Justin Fields for that. Boy, that's a nine seven two. I think that's a stretch. Kyler throws tantrums. Caleb just cares so much about winning. He gets moody oh. when he doesn't. No, there, there's must be there, Oklahoma. It must be Carter. <laughs> well, I mean, Kyler, Kyler gets the Oklahoma credit too. Uh, the, the the interesting thing is, um, I just Caleb, Caleb, when you watch him on tape, he does things that are Mahomes esque. It, it's yeah. it's it's very like that's the best comp that you can find probably is Mahomes. But the problem is, is that yeah, do you want? The Mahomes talent with potentially the Kyler Murray makeup at the position. These I don't are, know that you want to gamble on these that. These are the two questions. One, the Caleb crying in the stands with his mom, the nails, the the not wanting to speak. That, the, the Caleb maturation versus Justin Fields' growth as a passer. Did they see enough with Fields as a passer? Pepe, you're a fantasy nerd, even though, what, did you miss the playoffs again? Uh, well and early because uh, I got cheated, but the other two leagues I made the uh, semifinal. How'd you get cheated? Uh, I just had an excuse. Do you want to come up with an excuse? I like that. Where do you stand on Fields, Peyton? I'm not high on him, but I don't. I, I don't think the Bears should get rid of him. I mean, just for for Caleb Williams, because I'm not high on Caleb Williams either. You know, oh. after this year, it's it's not working. I'd have to go and watch like his last five or six games, Fields throwing, but I'd 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 have to take Caleb. I can't pass it up. He's really, really good. I, I just think that yeah. if the maturity stuff and that stuff didn't happen, we wouldn't be having this discussion, I don't think. Fields is like, like, and I mean, I know it was totally unwarranted, but you remember there was that building train of momentum before the season. Like, Justin Fields is going to be an MVP conversation. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of hype surrounding him, and obviously it was disappointing in the first part of the season. But Fields is, I, I think Fields might have shown you enough to delay it again. Let's talk about the commanders, what we can talk about them, and talk about the two newest Cowboys as well. With Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com, after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Metroplex. Sean, RJ, and Bobby here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Y'all pray for Sean. Good. Sean's gosh. hurting this morning. I thought I, I, I got to get out of here. This is miserable. It's getting worse. Uh, not just Bobby. It's a short week, too. I know. That's why the only reason I'm in here. <laughs> Vacation guilt. Crosstalk with the KMC Masterpiece coming up at 940. Let's bring in Patrick Walker. One of the second reason I'm in here is Patrick from DallasCowboys.com. Brought to you by the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Proud to be the casino of the Dallas Cowboys. Please game responsibly. Officially signed. We, we got we got LC and, and, and Damian officially on the practice squad. Wilson, yes. Uh, Lyle Collins any minute now, literally any minute now. Cowboys have just been finalizing some details between um, both sides over the past couple of days, but the entire time over these past couple of days, it's been expected that the deal would become official and uh, it is ramping up. So Penn could go to paper within the hour, within the next 60 seconds, but it is expected to happen this morning. What do we need to know about the commanders? Dangerous because they have nothing to lose, and that means they're going to be one of two things. Um, and the Cowboys don't know which of these two things they're going to be, so the Cowboys need to be mentally prepared to just go in there and just blow them out of their own stadium. That's neat. That needs to be the mindset because on one front, you have them possibly playing the last game for Ron Rivera, so maybe as players they want to mount up and send him out on a high note. Um, but – at the same time, this is an organization that is in position to get a number two overall draft pick. So if you're the owner, you're the general manager, maybe you're looking at Ron Rivera and you're saying, yeah, you need to turn down a little bit so we can get that. Of course, why would Rivera care if he's on his way out? Maybe he doesn't love you Smith like what happened in Houston last season. Don't know. And then when it comes to the players, you know, are the players looking to make business decisions to make sure that they're healthy for the next season, be it with the commanders or another team or, are they looking to play spoiler to the Cowboys of all teams 
at FedEx Field. So you have so many different reasons that this could swing either way as far as the mentality of the commanders that you need to not think about that if you're the Cowboys. You need to just simply go in and say to yourself, we're three and five on the road. We cannot go to three and six on the road entering the playoffs, especially when that sixth loss would cost us the number two seed, which would cost us probably two home games on the road um, and the NFC East crown and morale, of course, because then you'd be back into the playoffs after losing for the second consecutive year to the Washington commanders. There is no shortage of motivation for the Cowboys to just block out all of the noise and just simply go up there and play uh, some of their best football because they need it. How about roster wise on Washington with what they could have left out there? Well, the fact that they named Sam Howell as as quarterback, uh, it leads me to believe that there is going to be a little bit of some turning down of that volume. Um, But at the same time, you have Brissett ready to jump in at a moment's notice. This is why I tweeted yesterday to prepare for both quarterbacks because you don't know what they're going to throw at you. They could be throwing Sam Howell out there for the first quarter. He throws a couple of interceptions, and then Ron Rivera completely changes his mind and says, you know what, I'm not going out like this. And then he throws Jacoby Brissett in there, and you're not prepped for him. So prep for both quarterbacks, and then you always have to keep an eye on Terry McLaurin because, as it's been proven in his young career, doesn't matter who his quarterback is, uh, he'll likely get his. You saw what Curtis Samuel was able to do against the Cowboys. Even though the Cowboys won that game, Samuel was able to have one of, if not his best game of the entire season when, when they came to Arlington to AT&T Stadium. So, I mean, those guys got weapons. They got weapons. Brian Robinson in the backfield as well. The good news for the Cowboys is it's a great matchup in regards of uh, this is a Cowboys run defense that has taken the right steps since getting mauled by James Cook in Buffalo. And now they're probably likely getting Jonathan Hankins back versus, albeit a capable running back core in Washington. Eric Bieniemy loathes running the ball. He does not like running the ball. So if he <laughs> sticks to that formula, um, then it's just Sam Howell and the receivers against the Cowboys secondary who is playing some good football, especially with Donovan Wilson and Jordan Lewis starting to hit top form. Patrick Walker joining us here, 105 to the fan. Is this a game that you would like style point and – or you just want to get out of there and survive? Uh, all right. So, objectively speaking, I just want to get out of there and survive. A win is a win, right? And, and you know, few wins are bigger than this one. Few non-playoff wins are bigger than this one when you talk about the magnitude of what's on the line. NFC East crown after chasing the Philadelphia Eagles for months. Uh, number two seed, which could get you at least two home games if you win the wild card, uh, you win the wild card weekend. Uh, morale boost, all of these good things. So there's that. Um, subjectively speaking, I want style points. I want you to walk them like a stray dog. That's what I want you to do because they did that to you a year ago, 26 to 6. They absolutely out you. They beat you up in a game where you couldn't even figure out what was going on. And every other play was a bad play for the Cowboys. So you need to return that favor. So while I want it to just be a win, I don't care if it's one point. Win big, win, you know, small, just win, baby. But as uh, subjectively speaking, I know how it felt after that game, seeing that locker room have question marks floating over their heads like an Archie comic book strip, like what just happened here? Go back and repay that favor. Talk with Patrick Walker from DallasCowboys.com. Pat, uh, Cowboys get seven pro bowlers yesterday. Any, uh, I was going to say any glaring oversights to you? Yeah, that's not enough. Um, <laughs> could have 10, should at least have nine. 
uh, the more glaring oversights to me is going to be twofold. One is going to be uh, Demarcus Lawrence. I, I just don't see the justification for Demarcus Lawrence not being a pro bowler. He was a pro bowler last year, not to say that that impacts what happens this year, but I say that to say his level of play is equal or greater than it was last year when he was uh, named to the Pro Bowl. Look at his ability to stop the run. That The Cowboys arguably have their plus two, maybe even plus three in the win column because of the big plays that DeMarcus Lawrence made, both in the run and as a pass rusher, pass rusher disrupting uh, the opposing quarterback. So that's, that's one big snub for me. Another is going to be Tyler Smith. I know Tyler Smith has had some issues uh, with holding, you know, sporadically over the course of the season, but – when you look at his body of work when he's been on the field, which is the majority of the season, without argument, he's one of the best interior, not just left guards, but one of the best interior offensive linemen in the entire league, and it's only year two. So I don't know how you keep Tyler Smith out of that conversation. Um, But it, it could be a situation where, Maybe the league just didn't want to overload it with Cowboys or any any particular team, any one particular team. But that doesn't that doesn't jive with me. At the end of the day, if a guy earns it, you put him on, regardless of how many players that particular team ends up with on the Pro Bowl roster. And those are my two biggest snubs: Demarcus Lawrence, Tyler Smith. No reason those guys uh, should not be in the ballot. There's been a lot of. Uh, you- rumbling on social media and discussion about uh, what what's up with the incredible disappearing act of Mozzie Smith, who who looks a lot lighter in the uh, in the short season. What's going on with Mozzie Smith? Well, yeah, he's, he's dropped a significant amount of weight over these past several months, and uh, it, it's noticeable. It's noticeable, noticeable on the field, not necessarily from his, his strength, it, you know, uh, the differential in his strength because he's still as strong as he was coming out of Michigan. But when you're talking about a guy being 30 plus pounds lighter, he's, he's simply not the, the position that you drafted him for at the moment. So obviously he was drafted to be a big bodied, strong nose tackle, uh, probably the successor to Jonathan Hankins. Um, but I I'll say this is the same thing. I said to our good friend, Brian brought us on Cowboys break last week. My mind harkens back to training camp. And at that, in that moment, it felt like a breadcrumb, but we all kind of overlooked it. I, I mentioned it verbally and on Twitter a couple of times um, as an excitement because it was Mozzie Smith lining up shoulder to shoulder with Jonathan Hankins and, and a lot of those packages. So it's like, oh, maybe you get both on the field at the same time. But unbeknownst to us, uh, is, is that is the plan to turn him into a three-tech versus a one-tech? Um, because as it stands, his body type is now a three-tech. He's – that's where he is. He doesn't have the, he's like 290 to 295 ish on the lower end of that. Um, that's not a big body nose tackle. That's that's a three tech. So we'll see how it goes in 2024. But as it stands, Monty Smith is not built weight wise to step in and be that big guy who eats up double teams like the Jonathan Hankins would. So we'll see. And, and hopefully it's not a Tyrone Crawford situation where you pop him inside and you ask him to bulk up and then you slide him outside the end and you ask him to drop weight and we saw Tyrone Crawford kind of yo-yo between that uh, often so hopefully it's not that but all we can do is wait and see what is your exact percentage chance on Tyler Smith's availability on Sunday you know I think that's a coaching decision I think uh, I'm pretty confident that if this were a win or go home game Tyler Smith is on the field I I put all money on the table I push all my chips in the middle of the table when it comes to that but I think that it has to be a decision that's balanced with the magnitude of what this game means if you if you should win versus the fact that you need Tyler Smith to be as healthy as possible and, you know, going into the playoffs because of that run. And a lot of people say, well, how is that different, Pat, from 
the Jonathan Hankins equation. Well, it's different in that Tyler Smith has been playing, uh, you know, these past several weeks. Jonathan Hankins has missed, you know, two or three games, and he needs to grease his wheels to get some rust off to be ready for the playoffs. So that's why the approach is different. I think Jonathan Hankins takes the field. I think Tyler Smith, if it's a full-blown coaching decision, you also look at the fact that T.J. Bass has been much more than serviceable. He's not been the reason that the run game hasn't gone off. He hasn't been the reason that Dak Prescott has you know, been subject to a lot of pressures. So I think you have a very solid guy in T.J. Bass. He's a gamer. He should be able to get you through the Washington game. Uh, and I would pencil Tyler in for two weeks from now, wild card weekend. I, if it were me, I wouldn't play him against the commanders. But health-wise, I think he could if it was a winner-go-home game. It's simply just the, you know, would you rather risk it with him, right? So you have, exactly. let's say you play him and you win, but then you lose him. Would you rather have the two-seed and no Tyler Smith or you rest him, maybe lose? and or, or, or let's just say rest him and then run the risk of not having the two. What would you rather have? And that's, that has to be the conversation. And it's not an easy conversation to have because even as you put it there, RJ, you, you have to keep in mind that, well, if you lose the number two seed, guess what you got to do? You got to go on the road and your path to the Super Bowl is on the road and you're not playing well on the road. So how do you weigh one thing up against the other? The value of having Tyler Smith versus the fact that you are much better at home. So I don't envy uh, the coaches having to have this conversation. But again, if it were me, and if T.J. Bass had not shown that he can play solid football, and if that talent drop-off from Tyler Smith to the backup was gargantuan, then I'm saying you play Tyler Smith here. But T.J. Bass has shown you that he can step in, and he should be able to help you win this game against the Commanders. And that's that's just my take on the Tyler Smith. Jonathan Hankins, I say you get him out there, let him grease his wheels, even if it's not a full a full slate, a full workload. Just let him get out there, help you stop Brian Robinson and those guys. Uh, and then, you know, hopefully you blow these guys out and you can start pulling guys in the third quarter. Thank you, Pat. We appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too, fellas. Speak to you soon. Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com, brought to you by Winstar. Let's cross talk with the KMC Masterpiece next on 105.3. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Fan. There is Jones slinging it outside. And then Luka sees it get to drive. And boom, shaka Luka. That was the call on Bally last night. Luka dropping 30 in the first half. He averages 19 in first halves this year. 41 for the game. Kyrie with 29. Mavericks smoke the Blazers by 29. First game of the seven-game homestand. But two positives there. Ankles. One, ankles. Mavs win. Two, Dwight Powell didn't hurt any of his teammates. Oh my God. Mm. No. I feel like it's always there's two wins in it. You want to win the game first, and then you want Dwight to not hurt any of his teammates. Scoot you Henderson have, took care of that for you. Do you have a big whiteboard where you have like how many days it's been since Dwight Powell hurt somebody, and then every day you're like, okay, <laughs> let's add another day to it. And what I'm just hoping is at the end of the season when we're making a run for a hopefully nice playoff seed, Dwight doesn't. Collapse Luca's knee again, where we're out, where he's out the first three games of the playoffs. Is there anyone else through your DFW fan rooting interest career that you've had this type of feeling towards, where you're like, I don't understand how this guy's on a roster, how he's compensated. Please, someone take him off our hands. At one point, that's how I felt about safety Roy Williams. Oh. I thought he was so bad at football near the end of his Cowboys career. I was like, please get him off of this team. What about Magoo? He was only here for yeah. one year. And, I mean, honestly, they benched him pretty quickly, and he didn't care. He was drinking smoothies, and <laughs> he was fine. Like, it didn't matter to him. He never wanted to be here. And Tolo uh, Scott just compared uh, that Nevada judge leap to Roy Williams, Chris Sims. That was a nice that was oh, a nice yeah. comparison ah, right there. Superman it's, play. It's wrong and it looks bad for his battery case, but also that was an impressive jump. Very. Still wrong. Yeah. I was asking my wife this. I wonder this was maybe not a ask. Is do you think that this happened before we had social media and before we had cameras everywhere that people were this crazy? Or is this a new crazy that we've hit as a human standard that somebody says, I'm not you're you're not going off of probation or you're not getting what you want here, you lose. Yeah. And that person decides, Well, watch this. And I'm just wondering, do you yeah. think 20 years ago this was happening in courts or happening, things that are happening in our society without as much social media coverage, obviously no social media coverage, yeah. with less cameras, do you feel like these things were happening, they just weren't getting captured, or we have reached a whole level of craziness as a human? Because to me, that's all TikTok is. I just it is. It's all fake. Yeah, see, I'm inclined to think it's the second one that we've gotten a little bit more... Unstable Good question. Maybe, Good but question. How, how many how many rulings are there on battery cases a day in the country? Like, I mean, however many five thousand. Okay, exactly. This so, is the only time so you're talking see about. This we video. see this one over like the like it doesn't happen. I, I think that that's a pretty good hit rate for like one case out of okay. you know tens of thousands a year. That yeah, yeah, I would imagine one person might snap and charge a judge. Does that bailiff lose their job for not getting all the way in front of the judge? I know. Like the, Leo, uh, the Terrence Steele of bailiffs. It's like, oh. letting him free never, ride. Never coming free back pass. on the morning Cowboys show now. Like, Hold on, he's injured? <laughs> Let's sign him. It could be like, like airplane. I feel like, like, like airports. There's always been things going on in airports, but never on the plane the way it is now. Yeah. 
Now, maybe it has. I just, but it, obviously, in the gate, the gate's always been a nightmare anyway. Well, that's the always. Air- that's the airline's fault, though, because they also used to serve you, like, a three-course meal, and you had all this yeah. space. They've broken us down. But, but I also feel like a lot of this has happened on, like, Spirit, and, like, that wasn't around pre-social <laughs> that's, media. That's fair. So I think that's just a byproduct of that. I don't know which one of you guys has the sweeter sweatshirt. Is that a fan sweatshirt? Yeah, a fan. Atolo made this for me wow. for Christmas. That's yeah. awesome. I'm Ho- going to the Stars game tonight, so yeah! I'm, I'm hockey miking it. It's 1-4, so that means you're going. You said that yesterday. That's my bad. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. You're right. Yeah. And you have the Rangers World Series Championship sweatshirt. That's sweet, Corey. Yeah. I got it for Christmas from the wife. I the day before we left for vacation, I I texted her and said, Hey, this uh this hoodie is for forty something percent off. Should I get it now? And she said, No. And then there was like a whatever dollar charge on her card. And I was like, Oh, I gave her the idea. Oh. I basically bought it myself. I gave myself a present, but she took the credit yeah, for it. I've been there. What? Were you buying to, your own presents? Yes, essentially buy your own presents. For sure. It's the best. <laughs> Guys shaming your wives? For- well, she did the same thing. She bought herself perfume and stuff like that. I got her the purse, but the kids, you know, they're lazy. Where'd you go on vacation? Uh, we went down to Spring Branch to visit. Uh, it's kind of near Blanco, Texas, in that area. Uh, Dripping Springs. Oh. All that stuff. Uh, we went and visited the in-laws. Okay. I love it down there. We went to the San Antonio Botanical Garden, uh, and they had a light show. George Strait playing constantly. He was uh, there? Wow. Where the, where where the, the Botanical where the blue Garden? Bonnets, in, the, in the lit up blue bonnet well, section. Boy, he awesome. is a true Texan. Yeah, he, <laughs> no. And it was the same song over and over. So, you know, he was worn out. Fireman? Yeah, but that's- Was I, it Fireman? Uh, no, it was- was it Troubadour? Uh, Christmas in Texas. Oh, that, um, makes, that makes more. But the, I strongly suggest that you make it your way. San Antonio has a lot to offer. It really does. It's a really cool little place, man. Shamu. <laughs> yes, that too, Mike. I don't think Shamu that is, is there anymore. anymore, right? Didn't they take the whales away from SeaWorld? Yeah, they wasn't left? that after uh, Tilly the whale killed somebody? Oh, my gosh. That's what it was. That I happened. I feel like this Willy. is pretty well Willy. documented a while back. No, Tilly. Tillicum. She, she killed somebody. That was, a, that was a documentary. Stop. I'm, de- I'm being dead serious. That's the name yeah. of the whale. Free Tilly is the... Tillicum is the name of the whale. Tillicum, yeah. Tillicum. And it was short. Uh, okay. it was, they, called her, they called her Tilly. Free, is All it free right. Tilly? What's coming up? Uh, More whale talk. Right out of the gate, are we all appreciating CeeDee Lamb's season? Uh, we On our show, I don't know if y'all got this, we got a lot of, he's a good number two right, wide receiver. Recently? Going into the season. Oh. And, uh, and I think he's yeah, I think he's changed everybody's opinion on that. Plus, my buddy's an idiot at eleven twenty. I heard Mike say he was the third best receiver in the NFL. RJ, you were saying there's zero way to get him to number one over Tyreek. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't get him over Tyreek. Um, now, look, and it is, let's be fair, you can't get him over Jefferson either in the grand scheme of things. But we're talking about just this year. Then yes, you can get him over Jefferson. But yeah, like if you wanted to just just take the season out, like we go into next year. No one's going to say he's better than Justin well, Jefferson. To, to, I saw this on Monday or Tuesday is that for NFL Offensive Player of the Year, and I'm sorry I'm forgetting, it was really close between Tyree Kill and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And third on the list was uh, odds with C.D. Lamb. So I think he's played his way right now into possibly, I don't think he's going to win Offensive Player of the Year, but he's going to probably finish in the top three. 
just like for defensive player of the year, just like for MVP. How can, and how could you be upset that they let Amari the Cooper year. go years ago so that you could see this guy flourish no, into what no. he is? You, you could have both. You no, don't need you to have. You, you, have you know, both. you don't you need couldn't. to have. You don't need to have group project hey. Gallup dropping. Uh, dropping In 2019, passes. Gallup had like 140 yards against the Detroit no, Lions. Hey, he's had 140 <laughs> yards on this contract. I think. <laughs> Man, yesterday Kevin did throw uh, a year out and expected us to know that it was a score. Okay, and it was 35 27. <laughs> All right. Say so it's a choppy. I guarantee he'll get it. Choppy. Yes. If I reference the Cowboys' 2019 win over the Lions, would you understand that it was for the game that just happened? Or would you think I was referencing a game from four years ago? I don't believe they did. They play in 2019. Yeah, yes, they did. I like just told you the score. 35, 27. Sunday, November 17th. Golly, Dak Prescott threw for 444 he went yards. Bananas in that game. <laughs> they he played, was great. They played, last, they played last year too, right? It was weird. Yeah, 24 to six in that game. And that was that was. That's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> That's not relevant to said, any of this. The whole so world was confused. If you said about the 2019 game, I would assume it was the 2019 game. Not the twenty to nineteen final score right. game. That would be twenty two nineteen, not twenty to nineteen. Yeah, when I think twenty nineteen, I think Super Bowl twenty five. Scott Norwood missing the kick. You know, when I listen to you all on the way home, I feel like this is your four hour. How long are you all on? Yeah, this is your entire four hour existence. <laughs> four hours, Sean. Yeah, Appreciate you checking this in. This is your well two during baseball season. Look, he needs a nap. <laughs> <laughs> this is your entire existence. Yes, dealing with that. It is. Yeah. Could be worse. Well, the whole, a whole audience was there too. Spittle oh. walks in. He thought the same thing. Tim was like, oh, I wasn't listening. So did Alec and so did Carter. Everybody except for Broad. I like, was scrambling I back going, crap, I don't remember any of the 2019 season. <laughs> so I'm going to ESPN looking up the 2019 schedule. And then he's he's jumping Corey, getting mad at him because he's thinking the same thing. Yeah. He's trying to talk about 2019. And I'm thinking it is the year 2019. And he's like, no, the score, <laughs> you morons. What was the year when the Lions got cheated by us again in the, in the 20, playoffs? That was the 2014 season. That was January of 2015. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Because yeah. in the next game, uh, we got cheated with the Dez thing, but it's like we wouldn't be in this situation well, if the refs wouldn't have helped us out. held Hitchens' face yeah, mask. It was, it was even. There's a lot going on there. I mean, they didn't get cheated by the Dez call. It was the right call. No, it wasn't. Dumb rule. They even came back and dumb, said it wasn't dumb, the right call. Dumb rule. Dumb right rule. call. They dumb said rule, right call. You know what? We had this Dean is, on. This we is know. why I hung up on people all day that Dean day. Shandino we, People here. would call in. I said, you call in right now and you tell me that that, was, that, that wasn't a catch. And as soon as they said it was, I hung it? up. I, I hung up. Fans? That yes. was one of my favorite segments of all time. I hung up on every... just hanging up on people in three seconds. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were wrong. That was a catch. And we all know it. Uh, how long do you think uh, Derek Lively is going to be out now? Uh, maybe that, just like a game or two, You hopefully. think that's it? Mm. Ooh. That looked nasty. Two. Okay. And Grant Williams. Great Grant Williams season so far. F. F. Yeah. As y'all were discussing that this morning, I was I was really intrigued with y'all's conversation. Thank you. Because we listen from Look, he doesn't thirty to ten. I mean the good thing is he doesn't make tons of money. Thirteen million is not a lot of money in the NFL. I mean in the NBA for per year. So it's not like he is making twenty five million dollars. But, yeah, he was supposed to be this team's kind of third best player or at least then considered. that's this team's problem. And that he ain't is. Problem. He's Quit more than like a volunteer. He's the he's eighth bad. best player on the Celtics. Yeah. And he's probably. And that's they probably. They tried to phase him out. 
Right, and that's that's this. See, that the Grant Williams issue is not. It's that. It's this team and this fan base and this expectations problem. Grant Williams was not the third best player of the Celtics, or the fourth, or the fifth, or the sixth. But that's, that's what, what the, the Mavs ex- sold in the offseason. Well, they the told Mavs us problem. that's not Grant Williams' problem. Grant Williams stinks. He's not a. He's not a guy. He's not a three. All right, I love him, Tennessee Vols, but he's not a three. He's a six or a seven. And we got to manage our expectations of that. Was He's there, a five-point-a-night guy in the playoffs last year. Was there anyone else really obsessed with the Epstein list like RJ and I last night? Mike. Okay. So. Yeah, I was just looking. I still can't find. There's no list, right? Oh, there's a list. You got to download 905 pages of documents oh. and go through it. Whose documents? This judge? Mom's. <laughs> Not mine. She's dead. <laughs> well, yeah. So the names She's I well feel done. comfortable saying. Oh my God! Oh, thousand oh no. watts. I did not think we were going to get into this. Yeah. Careful, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Clinton. Okay, TMZ. Bill Clinton. George Clinton. Bill, Bill Clinton. There's a lot of Clinton. There's a lot of Clinton. Legend. Kyle Yeomans. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, no, that's not cool. That is not cool. You know, wow. That is not cool. I think we're going to end that's, it there. That's the way to end it right <laughs> That's there. not that's cool. A, that's a good welcome page. We're right not going to talk about Stephen Hawking? Stephen Man, Hawking. Stephen rumors. Stephen Hawking was on there? Wanting Jared Sandler to do math equations. Yeah. What would he do? The images. <laughs> You're an idiot. Your <laughs> boss has already told you last week. Watch yourself. Dude, and then you see that you want to finally talk at the end of the crosstalk over this. Just put Stephen Hawking in a Twitter and then just be prepared to cry. I would laughing. have never thought at any point during crosstalk we would have brought up the Jeffrey Epstein possible list. Why? It's not a possible it's, list. It's well, I know, but like, I guess I should have said that differently. Possibly bring up the list. Cat uh, Williams put Chris Tucker on blast. I saw that. Saying he could be coming out there. David Copperfield. The was, magician? Yeah. No, the mechanic. KMC. There could be a mechanic wow. named David Copperfield. I don't think Copperfield's a very popular Same. last name. Have you ever heard? Is there another Copperfield yeah. out there, Kevin? What mechanic do you know last name Copperfield? Like KMC masterpiece. <laughs> he just snapped you. What? What was that? Is that a, is that a thing on your show? Yes, it is. Thanks right. for listening. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hit the button. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.